Hey everyone, welcome to Resurgent You Today's the Day podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Richel. If you're looking to grow as a leader, advance your credibility, or simply gain new insights into leadership and personal growth, I'm here to help you tackle those obstacles that are stopping you from becoming the best version of yourself. Together, we will work to unstick your stuck so you could become a leader worth following. In each episode, I will discuss topics that will help you identify your unique strengths, define your goals, clarify your values and purpose, and develop essential leadership qualities to open doors you never thought could open. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about action and how to set your plan in motion. But first off, before we get started, we're going to give a little power thought out there. So here's the power thought for today. Good leadership requires action. Great leaders inspire action. So that means in order to lead people, you need to be able to move things forward. You need to be able to have people believe in you enough to want to follow you. So we need to learn how to create an action plan. So what's your action plan? You should have an action plan for all kinds of things. You should have one for your career. You should have one for your education. You should have one for your family. You should have one for your growth plan. You should have one for your promotion plan. Whatever you want to do, you need to have an action plan in place so it keeps you on track and keeps you moving forward. And I'm going to talk about some strategies today to get you uh, to that point and to help you develop an action plan. So first off, let's talk about an action plan. An action plan actually provides a path to success you seek, but not all action plans lead to accomplishment. Just because you're in motion doesn't mean you're productive. That is why a plan helps you achieve those goals. You ever heard of spinning your wheels? You could sit there and do the same thing over and over and over, but unless you have a plan with the next steps, you're going to go nowhere, if not fall off and go backwards. So you have to have an action plan. You have to be able to move forward. So what's your next steps? So what is the leadership framework comprised of within an action plan? We're going to talk about a couple of steps here. First, well, we're going to talk about an issue, people, accountability, time, cost, hurdles, and your eventual outcome. So when I first started my business, and now I'm going on year seven, at first it was just an idea. It was, again, like I talked about in the past in some of my previous episodes was I was so tired of people treating people like crap that I needed to do something about it. And I was the person that kept saying, I need to do something about it. But I didn't really have a plan in place. Instead, I was just venting my frustrations. But then my frustrations became so much that I had to do something about it. And it took me three years to create my first leadership course. And after I created that course, it was just validating. People had come up to me after the class and said, thank you so much for this course. People need to hear what you have to say. Here's a couple of those testimonials. And I have dozens of testimonials, but I pulled these three off. First one was fantastic. Thanks for asking the hard questions, encouraging reflection, and creating a safe environment for discussion. The next one was, I feel validated and empowered. And the third one I pulled off was this course is one of many factors that have pushed me beyond some self-imposed limits. That was so incredibly validating for me because I too had self-imposed limits. So let's go on and talk about an action plan. First one, what's the framework again? The first one we're going to talk about is issue. What are you trying to accomplish and why? If it's a passion, nowadays everybody's all my passion, my passion this, my passion that. Well, 
what is your passion and what are you doing about it? Because if you're just thinking about it and you're muddling through it, that's just a hobby. That's not a passion. And we all have hobbies and there's nothing wrong with it. But stop asserting the fact that it's a passion. Do something with your passion like I'm doing. That's why I have four books in publishing right now. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I'm speaking at a couple of conferences at the end of the year. This is my passion, not my hobby. So what's the issue? Whose plan is it? For me, it's my plan. It's my plan to grow and be bigger and to, and to move forward and get people motivated so that they can live their best life, their best version of themselves. Is it a priority for you or for someone else? And who are the stakeholders? Who's going to benefit from your action plan? Those are a few things you need to discuss when you're talking about an issue. Next is people. We all need people to get to where we're going. We all need that assistance. So who's going to be involved? You're going to need support from your family. You're probably going to need support from friends. You're going to be, need support from your coworkers or your superiors or your subordinates if you're already in a leadership position. So who's going to be involved? What's their role? And who's the lead? Are you the lead on this action plan? Is it your plan? And who will be affected? So many times we have a plan in place. We have these grand ideas, but we forget about who is going to be affected by our grand ideas. Trust me, you lose people if you're in a leadership position and you don't bring in people that are going to be affected by your grand plan. As a matter of fact, you're going to piss them off and then they're going to rebel against you and then they're not going to work. So again, always remember who's affected by your grand plan. Next one is accountability. How are you going to monitor your progress? How are you going to be accountable for your plan? What's your check-in points? What are your milestones? How's it going to be communicated? Are you going to have it on, a, on your calendar, on your phone? Who is it going to be communicated to, right? Again, who's going to have to be accountable for whatever the end result of your action plan is? And how often will you communicate that action plan? Again, you have to be consistent in your message. You have to be consistent in your follow-through. The next is going to be time frame. What's the time frame? When Terry and I were sitting here going over my podcast, matter of fact, we were talking about it today, before today's episode, about when we decided we wanted to launch this. The time frame that Terry and I had set, so we were both on the same page, was that we wanted to have a contingent of podcast episodes in the hopper so that we could push out an episode every week or every 10 days, whatever the time frame was. We set a time frame up so that we were both on the same page and we were both in agreement with that. So what are the dates? You know, what are your established critical dates? What's your next, your next milestones? I have a, uh, a model I call a 369 model. And I talk about this in my workshops. Everybody has a cell phone. You have a cell phone right now. And if you're in a position to look at it, and I'm not talking when you're driving, what I want you to do is use my 369 rule. The three standing for three months, the six for six months, the nine for nine months. You could actually even convert that if you want it, your action plan to move quicker to three weeks, six weeks, or nine weeks. Whatever it is, make it a three, six, nine rule. The reason I came up with that is everybody always wants a big change at New Year's Eve. Everybody makes the grand plan to lose weight. Everybody decides that's when they're going to be fiscally responsible. That's when everybody's going to start a new you. I say, don't wait then. You're just procrastinating. Start today, go on your phone and write down what is your goal today. And now three months or three weeks from now, what I want you to do is to write in there and say, what did you do about it? In six months from now, I want you to go to that date 
and I want you to say, how far have I come? Have there been any setbacks? And what have I done to push through those setbacks? And then the ninth, whether it's the ninth week or the ninth month, I want you to go back into your phone and I want you to write, what milestones have I achieved and what's next? And then I want you to start that over. That way it just keeps going and it builds momentum. You don't have to wait till January 1st of every year. So that's the 369 rule. Celebrate small wins. And what it also does is it keeps you in check because it's that little reminder when you look at your phone every minute of the day that says you either did something or you didn't do something. And then what's the cost? Is there going to be a cost associated with whatever your goal is with regards to your action plan? When I started my business seven years ago, I had $3,000 and I got that $3,000 from holding six workshops, $500 a piece. And since that time, that $3,000, I have not had to borrow any money. I've been able to build a website, start a podcast, write and publish four books, speak at conferences, and put on at least a couple dozen workshops and classes, all off of $3,000. I didn't need financial assistance from anybody. I was very precise with my money and used it the way that I thought I needed to use it to push myself forward. So how much is it going to cost you and do you have the money to do it? And who will monitor your finances? You got to be responsible for your finances. So many times people take out loans nowadays, student loans, loans for a business, loans for a house, loans for a car. You got to be able to pay that back. If you can't pay that back, then maybe right now is the wrong time for you to start your business. But you need to have a plan in place for your financial responsibility and how much things are going to cost. Next is what are the hurdles? What are the setbacks? What potential obstacles are involved? I want you to make a list. What's involved? Is it going to be money? Is it going to be time? Is it going to be people? Is it going to be your loved one, your support network? A lot of people forget about a support network. I am very fortunate that my wife is supportive because I retired in 2016 and since then I've gone back to work full time and run my business on the side. Something's got to give. And so I have to make time available for me to not only do what I want to do as my passion, but to also move past any potential obstacles or hurdles with regards to my support system. And then what are the risks involved? Any new venture that you uh, partake in is going to have a risk associated with it. Might be a financial risk, might be a relationship risk. Again, when I talk about time, I'm talking about how much time are you giving to yourself? How much time are you giving to your business? How much time are you giving to your goals? And most importantly, how much time are you taking away from something else? And then your outcome. What is your desired result? My desired result with regards to this podcast is to get people motivated enough to get into their life, to grab hold of their life, and to achieve their goals. What do you want to do in your life and what are you going to do about this? Okay, and then how do we know when we're done? Is there ever an ending point to something? For me, there's no ending point. It just keeps growing. That's how I know it's my passion. This isn't just some fly-by-night thing where I woke up one day and I thought, geez, people are treating people like crap. Somebody should do something about it. No, I decided to say I am the they rather than saying they need to do something about it. It just grows deep inside. And it requires monitoring for me. 
I have to pay attention to what's going on with my business to grow my business. I have to see what's going on in the industry of self-help, leadership development, personal growth. I have to be monitoring all of those things so that I can grow myself and I could be in the competitive market of coaching, of you know, mentorship, the things that I'm doing within my business at this point. So why is an action plan important? A couple reasons. It provides structure. It improves your time management and accountability. It builds self-esteem when you conquer those limiting beliefs and when you achieve those small wins. And if you have a team, if you're already in a leadership position, it builds team cohesion. And then it's also cost-effective, right? Plans are cost-effective if you know what you're doing. So here's a two-minute drill for you. Get the thoughts that are out of your head and onto paper. Write it down. We could think our way through anything, but until we write it down, until we take steps to move forward, it's just a thought. So get the thoughts out of your head, put it on paper, make yourself a pros and cons checklist. I don't care how you do it, but stop thinking about it. Start doing it. Leaders are doers. And from that paper, do something with it. Moving forward with the steps you created in your plan. And then the biggest hurdle is the action steps themselves. You have to do something. So we're going to end today, again, like I do with every episode, we're going to have a hack. So today's going to be our action plan leadership hack. You'll never be disappointed in yourself if you create a plan, but you will be disappointed if you fail to take action with that plan. So if you want to achieve success and be a better leader and be a leader worth following, then go unstick your stuck. Today's the day you awaken your resurgent you. Now go get yours.